Welcome to the podcast. I'm Chaps. I'm going to be joined in a couple minutes by my buddy Walshy. Podcast is going to be big sports podcasts. We're going to talk Leafs. We're going to talk Jays, Raps, NFL, any sports stories that you know we think are, are big news. You know, we're going to dive into it. We're going to give you our opinions, and we're also going to let you in on our on our group chat, our, our chat with our buddies AP and Lozy, and let you know what it's like to be part of maybe the most ruthless group chat going so we hope you enjoy you can find us anywhere where you find podcasts google play uh, apple podcasts and spotify anywhere where you get your podcasts so find us rate us review us we hope you enjoy the show let's get rocking so we decided walshy you and you and i have known each other here for i'd say about 10 years is that right it's close on 10 now it feels like 20 to 30 but <laughs> it's, it feels longer than 10 but short. yeah yeah it's so we around met, 10 years yeah we met playing senior hockey in newfoundland and for people who don't know what newfoundland senior hockey is it's it's like a it's the like nhl gl- senior hockey man come on <laughs> that's right it's sort of this glorified bush league, beer league where really good players show up and they drink beer all weekend and they play and you know it's it's pretty good it's, it's, it's the NHL of senior hockey. That's how we describe it here. Yeah, that's right. No you question. don't get a you don't get it anywhere else the way you get it in Newfoundland. It's it's something else. So that's where we met. And I used to fly in and then uh, and stay at your place on on Sunday nights, and then at like five in the morning try and figure out how I was getting to the St. John's Airport. Yeah, I was typically no help for you there for sure, um, because like you said, we were out drinking and I was not driving you in the morning. No, no. Um, and so ever like, since, like, like a like a good friend would. Yeah, that's right. Just like, sorry, bud. You know, you can sleep on the couch, but get the fuck out at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, a year or two after that, we started in this group chat with you and me and our two buddies, Lozi and and Piercy, who we played we played senior with. And you've known AP for a little bit longer than that. He's from St. John's. Um, and then Lozy's from Halifax, but he, he lives and breathes Quebec. He wants to be there. He's, he's more or less a Quebecois transplant at this point. Listen, at, at this point, you know, he is 1 million percent a Quebecois. Yeah. And, I mean, he, uh, and he loves it and it's good. It's great. And he grew it's, up uh, in the, it, it balances the, out our, our, our GC. That's right. And he grew up in the mean streets of the gated communities of Halifax, Right. Uh, so <laughs> I, I was trying to remember, you know, what the mean streets were, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, he's lucky and, to get out of there, man. He was lucky. Yeah, to get he was out of just, there. you know, anywhere where, where you needed a gate and a, and a security guard to get into the community, that's, that was his, that was his place in Halifax. Yeah. And look, AP, the other thing I think is important for everyone to understand about AP is AP is an American at heart. Yeah. That is, absolutely factual and and he will will die on that hill yeah he wants to be from tampa he doesn't understand how he ended up as a newfoundlander but he's we, like we we don't either we i mean he he does none of the things a newfoundlander would do so no he, he is definitely a uh a floridian <laughs> yeah now i i grew up in kind of southern Ontario in, you know, a small kind of farming area. So we've got, we've got a pretty wide range of, 
backgrounds in this group chat. And it's been going on for about eight years now. And it's all started around like a, a weekend long golf tournament. And like we're good enough golfers, you know, compared to the average person. But man, when we got into this tournament situation, it just was bad golf at its finest. It's it's that's that's the understatement of the century, I think. Like guys are hooking drives three feet off the ground in into the woods and taking twelves on holes and like just just a, a train wreck on on a course. It's it's uh it's it's hard to describe. I mean, look, I mean the best way to describe it is how we would finish every tournament. Um. And uh, that's topless golf on uh, on the 18th. And really, that's the type of people and the type of golfers that you're dealing with here. So, yeah, it's it's a hacker's paradise out there. Yeah. And we did the tournament for about six years until kind of the logistics of it got a little difficult with where people were moving and whatever. And I think in the six years, we only got kicked off one course for being topless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. And and. That was that was kind of at the end of it too. It, it was only the last group got kicked off until they, they, they figured out what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, so, they, were, so they realized the, what was going on. The rest of us had finished, which is nice. Yeah, and the other thing, like to be a part of our group chat, you really have to, like, you have to have alligator skin because anything that happens in your life, whether it's good, good or not, like it's just a merciless group of people who are making sure that you're never happy. No, the, 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 the GC is not made for social media or really <laughs> general life. Um, it's, uh, it's a thick skin group, that's for sure. And uh, it's, it's actually shocking that we're all still friends. Yeah, like we've, we've had the odd person who thought they would you know, be able to handle it. And it's like, no, this guy, it's not, it's not for him. You know, I think, I think literally there's, there's four people who can deal with it and they're in it and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's sort of where we're at, you know, where, how we met, um, you know, I think for, for the show, I mean, you and I are big Toronto sports fans, you know, big Leafs, Jays fans, you know, we follow the raps, um, football wise, we kind of, we part ways a little bit, you know, I, I'm a green Bay, I'm a green Bay fan at the moment. You know that's a that's a constant moving target. But we'll see I'm what much. happens with Rogers here. That's right. If he's gone, yeah. then you got to rethink who you're cheering for. You know, you're a diehard Bills fan. You're part of the Bills Mafia. I'm I'm a massive massive Bills fan, um, massive Leafs fan, and uh, yeah, listen for baseball and basketball, it's Jason Raps, and that's it. And I'm not interested in anything else. But look, <laughs> hockey and football, I'm I'm all in. Uh, on the sports in general, but big, big Bills Leafs guy here for sure. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk. You know, that's what we're going to talk. I think mostly about on the, on the pod is going to be, you know, things that we're interested in sports wise, you know, big stories that we think are going on, but you know, I think it's going to be a lot of Toronto, not a lot of Toronto focus, but there'll certainly be a Toronto focus on, on Leafs and Jays and, and raps. And, and then, uh, you know, it's going to be some, some good stories from the group chat about, sort of the nonsense that happens on a, on a weekly basis inside the group chat. So we're going to keep it, keep it moving. We're going to keep it fun. And, and we hope that everybody likes listening to it.
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if people want to listen. They can listen. It's, I mean, I find it funny. Yeah. Um, I find it entertaining. But, uh, but yeah, look, we'll, we'll let the people tell us. If That's right. Um, if our highly opinionated group chat um, is, is for them or not. And, yeah, that's uh, right. You know, that's look, right. I mean, I, th- I think it's important for people to know too. Like, okay, we've, we've kind of mentioned that, okay, it's not for everyone and we are not for everyone. That, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, look, on the flip side of that, you know, I think that you and I are very highly opinionated and, and, and typically right. Yeah. So, so anyway, look, if people want to learn, listen, um, and uh, yeah, educate yourselves. That, that's, that's what right. I would say. And that's why it's you and I doing this and not all four of us, because, you know, the other two just like they're too they're wrong too often. And so it's like you just, it's tough to deal with. You're like, oh, I can't I can't deal with this nonsense anymore. It's shocking, actually. It's shocking. Yeah. For guys that have been in sports and around sports their whole lives, it's like, I don't understand what they, what you're looking at here. No, no. I mean, it's uh, not to name names here, but I mean, there are times when I, 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 I just, I just have to, to tune out. Yeah. So, so yes, yeah, just... look, I'm glad it's you and I, um, and I, I think we've got some, some good things to say here. So look, look why don't we, why don't we step into, Let, let's step jump into, into the world here. Yeah, let's jump into – let's just start off with what – you know, the NHL playoffs are going on right now. Um, you know, the North Division, the NHL has managed to butcher this, and they're, they're taking a week off while the rest of the playoffs is going. So, you know, the Leafs and Habs get going tomorrow night. But let's talk about what we've seen so far. So far, What what have you kind of seen that you like that, that you either were surprised about or you weren't uh, – you, you know, you didn't think was going to happen come the start of the playoffs? Well, I got to be honest. I didn't think I'd be into it um, like I have been. I, I've been watching a lot of these games, and um, and, and typically, you know, I, I wouldn't. I, I'd I'd wait for the Leafs. So this this little week off, or this week and a half, six weeks off, whatever it's been, it's <laughs> been a little bit of a blessing for me, honestly, because it's uh, it's allowed me to kind of watch some some different teams that that I otherwise wouldn't have paid attention to and i haven't paid attention to all year because nhl hockey this year for me has been the north division and that's about it and i and to be honest i've loved it yeah but here in the playoffs i'm i'm really really digging a couple of series um obviously florida tampa has been electric that's been real fun to watch that first Um, game that first florida and tampa game was one of the best hockey games I've seen in a long time. They were, and you know what I think added to it too, is they've got fans in the building and the building had, like we've been watching just nobody in the buildings for a year now. And that first period and that first game of that series was crazy, quite crazy good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, like you said, it was electric and, um, yeah, I mean, the stars showed up. It was, it was great hockey. Yeah. And um yeah, look, the other the other games and that I've I've been really enjoying have been um I mean they're not as exciting as, as that series, but I've been I've been really liking the Pens and the Isles, man. Um I think uh that series, Washington and Boston, I think they both have the potential to go to distance. So I th- I think we're in, in for a treat this playoffs, man. I, I think it's just 
I think last year was a bit of a letdown where it was in the yeah. summer and no one was really paying attention. Yeah. And now, you know, you're, you're geared up for this playoff run and, and the hockey has been, been really, really high quality so far. Yeah. For me, it's, it's like I said, that, that Florida, I, I like I'm out on Huberdeau a little bit and loud, loud out on him. And you know, watching that first two games, like I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong on this. Like, cause it was awesome to watch. You know, I've watched a bit of that Vegas, uh, Minnesota series in Vegas. They look like the real deal. Um, you know, Colorado looked really good in, in their game the other day that I watched. I haven't got the chance to watch the Penns series yet. Um, so, you know, I haven't checked in on any of that, but I've been really impressed with that. Now Florida's down to nothing you know, as we're recording this, but you know, they could have easily, they could have easily taken that first game and, and nobody would have thought anything of it. So, you know, they I think they're taking that second game too. So yeah, it's not, I think, um, yeah, I think we'll, you're, we'll see. They've got a must win coming up, but you know, Tampa's Tampa's no slouch either. No, they're so, not. They're not. Yeah. So, so it's been good. It's been good to start. Let's dive into what we care really about. I mean, the, the American teams are fine. That's great. But Leafs Habs, this is where it's at. If you're a Leafs fan and you get the Habs in the playoffs, this is where it's at, right? This is it, man. This is it. This is and, – and like I was saying, you know, the other day, it's – the playoffs are starting. Yeah. Tomorrow night. That's <laughs> the start of the playoffs. It's happening. That's right. It's uh, the big – the big boys are going now. The, the, the real the real cats are in the building. So That's right. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm I'm – I'm pumped for this. I'm really pumped. I can't wait to watch the game. I, I think I'm going to be tailgating tomorrow. Um, yeah. I, I, I honestly might take a half day off work. I, I'm <laughs> thinking about taking Friday off. It's um, it's, it's an it's event. Going to be, it's going to be great. I can't wait to see this series. And, and this this isn't the same old Leafs team either. Like, you know, all the narrative of, well, the Leafs, you know, can't get it done. They've lost this many rounds of play. This is a completely, to me, this is a completely different Leafs team. Not only is it like the the personnel changes where you've added a bunch of new guys who weren't here last year, but the big boys are completely different. Like Matthews is is him and McDavid, you know, and you can you can probably include Nate McKinnon in this too. But like Matthews is clearly the best goal scorer in the league, and it's not close. And he's one of the best two or three players in the NHL. And I don't, I don't think it's the same player that's like, even last year he was good, but I, I don't think you can even compare what he's done in the past to what he could do this year. Cause he's a completely different player. No, he's taking his game up another level. There's no question. Um, and, and the other guy that's really stepped up this year has been obviously Marner. You and I've talked about him a lot, but yeah, uh, he's, He's he's been a different player, also. You know, I think I think Willie has been Willie. Um, Tavares has been better than last year, but he's he's kind of like back to his old self, like what you expect. Yeah. Right? So with those four guys, I think, you know, it's it they're going to be a tough team to handle. Uh, I mean, I think you're right. I think this is a different team. This is the best Leaf team that I've watched. You know, in my time as as being like a true fan. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's, it's close. It's not close. No. Like, there have been some other decent teams, but this is an actual elite team that, that you know, 
if I'm looking at the NHL right now, I think they're a top four or five team and legit cup contender. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. You know, I think you you talked about Marner and how he's elevated his game this year. But I, I mean, I think and, and we've talked about this in the past, I think he's skated on some of his playoff performances in the past. Like, you know, he had zero goals last year and, and a couple, you know, I think he had three, maybe four assists in, in the series. And if you're going to be this, you know, if you're going to be a $10 million guy and you're, and you're going to be the man, he has to play much better than he has in the, in the playoffs to this point in his career. Yeah. Look, it's, it's one of the things I'm watching for this, uh, this series, right. Um, you know, can he play at the same level that he's played all year? Because, if he does, if he does, I don't think there's a way that, that Montreal um, can win the series, to be quite honest. No. Okay, look, the last two years, Mitch Marner, I mean, Nylander gets a lot of slack. Um, a lot of other guys took a lot of heat, the cadres of the world. There, there was a lot of heat put on people, but I think Marner got a bit of a pass. And if you really watch those games – you mentioned the four assists, man. Those four assists came on five on threes and empty netters. That's right. And and if you watch those games, that I mean, Mitch Marner was a giveaway machine. Yeah, he was a so, non-factor five on five last year. Absolute non-factor, and absolutely, it might might have been really might have been a downgrade versus what else, you know other guys that you could have put out there. Yeah, and and look, I'm I'm really looking to see because he. I was really down on him going into the year, but he's he's definitely changed my opinion based on the year that he's had. But I'm really looking for him to step up to this playoffs. There's no question. He's yeah, got to deliver more. That's right, 100%. And I think the other two guys that you talked about, JT and, and Willie, like, you know, if Montreal is going to do all they can against Marner and Matthews, you know, I think you're going to see, you know, their best defensive matchups go that way. And, you know, that's going to leave Willie and, and Tavares to kind of have their way with whoever they've got. And if this team, like you look at the way they're built salary cap wise, and you look at the way they're built, you know, just on the ice and it's like, Hey, it's, it's a lot like Colorado and Detroit back in the day where you had Eiserman coming over the boards on one line. And then you had, you know, uh, Fedorov the next or Sackick and then, and then Forsberg where you've got these two dynamic lines and you got to pick your poison. And I think, you know, if JT and, and Willie can can do what they've done throughout this second half of the regular season, I I don't see at all what Montreal can do to stop those two. Yeah, no, I agreed. I mean, the secondary scoring has to be there. They've got to get some something out of their third line and their fourth line as well. Like, let's not overlook that either. But they need secondary scoring. I expect Matthews and Marner to, to get theirs, um, just like every superstar should. And... Um, but, but in order for, for it to be kind of a long run through this playoffs and, and in order for, for it to be, you know, a, I don't, I don't want to call it an, an easy series win because I don't think it's going to be that, but in order for, for kind of the Leafs to, to really grab a stranglehold early, I would say, you know, I'm looking for, for JT and, and for, for Willie and, and even Hyman and Felino and these guys to really make solid contributions. Yeah, now you and I disagree on this a little bit in that, like, I think it's going to be a sweep. I really do. I don't, like, Montreal, 
Montreal kind of reminds me of a poor man's St. Louis from when they won the cup where it's like, we don't have any real stars, but as a team, we're going to work hard to, but the difference being, I mean, St. Louis had Tarasenko and had game breakers and they had Shen and they had Petrangelo. And like, I don't see the star power in Montreal. That's going to keep this series close. And you just, you mentioned Felino and Hyman and there's, they're really easy to overlook because you have, you know, the big four, but Zach Hyman's a 20 goal guy in this lineup and he does everything you want him to do. And um, Felino, we've talked about this in the past. Felino was the perfect deadline pickup for them. Yeah. He's, he's, he's kind of really completed this top six for me. Um, you know, especially with Hyman there, you've got Felino now and you've got a little bit of grit and a little bit of, sandpaper on both uh, of those lines now and that was missing the past two years there's no question I think everybody you know saw that but but just getting back to the series itself like I don't okay I don't want to give my prediction out just yet but but I think it's going to be closer than than people think and I think we're seeing that in these playoffs honestly because you know these teams have played each other so often this year they know each other so well um the tendencies, the power plays, the, the penalty kill, how you set up, um, you know, goalies have a beat on shooters. Like it's, it's been very tight hockey, I would say right across the playoffs so far. And I expect to see that in, in the North division as well. I expect to see, um, you know, some longer series and, and I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for the Leafs whatsoever. One thing that, you know, that you, you kind of mentioned there is, is if they're going to get this going, like they've got to figure out a power play for a team with this kind of talent, with the guys they've got to have a power play that, that fails to produce like this is, is shocking really. Like they've got to figure this out and get going. I'm really blown away right now. How bad this power play has been this year. It's, it's kind of a complete 180 from last year, right? Where it seemed like the only way they could score was on the power play. Yeah. Um, and, and now you're looking at kind of, uh, I don't know. It's, it, they, they move the puck. Well, they enter the zone. Well, they just, they don't have, um, the shooters that in the right place. So if Mern, if, if Matthews gets taken away from a shooting position, it seems like they don't have shooters that can, that can put the puck home, but, but no, look, they don't. I mean, it's been, it's been four years of Marner not shooting the puck <laughs> And making the same play over and over again. And like, eventually the other team gets paid too, right? Like eventually they, they're just like, okay, Marner's not going to shoot. And even if he does shoot, it's not like he's throwing that blueberry muffin past any goalies. So like they've got, like to me, Keith, Keith has mixed everything up constantly and the one thing that he's never tried, and I don't understand it, is why he doesn't have Willie and Matthews up high in shooting positions where at least you have somebody other than Matthews that can shoot the puck. I know. I mean, well, look, we've, we've had this one for, for a while as well, right? But I mean, this is the other thing. I, I, the other thing I think that's kind of been a little bit overlooked this year with the Leafs power play is just the overcoaching on it. Um, I, I, he, he's mixed and matched and, and, and gone with, you know, his set lines on the power play, moving Thornton up there on the number one unit. I, I just, 
I think you you just go with your big guns, go with the guys that that you pay, and and let them let them be creative out there, man. Like let them let them do some things. Let them you know fly around. And you know, I think I think guys like Marner and guys like Matthews and Willie would would thrive in that. And, and we've seen them thrive in the past in that, right? So I, I'm I don't want Keith to overcoach this, but I fully suspect he will. He, he loves nothing more than to change things up. And, like, to me, a good power play – you look at what Boston's power play is, which is always one of the better power plays. Like, they're doing different stuff all the time, but it's the same guys out there all the time. You know, it, they, they know what the hell's going on and what the other guys are going to do. And, and when they do start getting creative, there's a sense of what the guy's going to – you know, what the guys are up to. Whereas, you know – since the start of this year, I couldn't even name you who's been on what power play and what all you know is they're trying to get the puck to Matthews to shoot it. Yeah. You know, and everything else changes except that. And at some point I think that needs to change only in that, like you have to get somebody else who can shoot the puck. And if that means like letting the guys get more creative, moving guys into some different spots, but get your guys together and leave it together. Yeah, agreed. And and look, the only reason that they ended up going with the the kind of big five there at the end of the year is because Hyman got hurt. And I'm, I'm I, I have full and, and Felino was out, so yeah, that's right. I think they had to do it at that point. Um, but but yeah, look, I, I I hope I hope I'm wrong here, but I mean all the stuff that we're seeing from um the least reporters that you know he, we're, we're seeing the two different power play units um going out there and, and sticking with kind of the lines yeah I, I really just hope that's that's not the case when when we see it in our first power play uh tomorrow night yeah now the the other thing that we haven't touched on yet and like this one's been beaten to death for a year and a half but we're going to touch on it anyway is the goaltending situation both not just here with Toronto though, but in Montreal too, like you and I have, I shouldn't say we have a disagreement on this. I've always thought eventually Freddie's going to come back into the net and like, maybe that happens. Maybe it doesn't, but the reality is over the last, I don't know, six weeks, Jack Campbell's just been too good that he's the guy. And whether like, I, I don't think he's on a short leash either. I think, like, I think he's going to be the guy. I, you know, I, I, I absolutely hope we, we don't see Freddie because that means Campbell's playing well enough for them to win every game. Yeah. Right? And, um, and you're right. Look, he, he's won the job. He's, he's earned it. <coughs> he's absolutely earned it. Just, just like I think Jake Allen earned it in Montreal, to be quite honest. Yeah. But, uh, hey, they're going to go with Price and going to roll the dice with him. But, Look, I think Allen has been outplaying him clearly all year, uh, even when Price has been healthy. But he's Carey Price, right? And um, if he can get to form, let's say, then then that gives Montreal a chance. I think that's what the Habs are really looking at here. But I mean, what what can you expect out of the guy? I mean, he's been he's been out for for quite some time. He got half a game in the A, you know, leading into this. And true, and like you said, Jake Allen's been the better guy all year long. So I think, like, I get it. You're in Montreal. Carey Price is your star. 
it's the super easy thing to do is just go, we're playing our $10 million goalie and that's that. And we hope to hell that he figures it out. Okay. You know, but 10 million, you kind of got to pay him, play him, I guess. Hey, Florida is saying no to that right now. So, well, at some point now, like they're dealing with a, with an interim rookie coach there, but like at some point, don't you look and go, Hey, this guy's just playing better. And that's that. And then move on, you know, Chicago did that with Corey Crawford for a series. You know, Pittsburgh did it with Marc Andre Fleury one year, where it's just like, hey, Matt Murray's playing better. He's going in. Yeah, you know, so at some point, I think, but it's different in Montreal, right? It, I think it, it's it just is, different there. It's a bit different in Montreal, and it's a bit different with Carey Price. I feel like Carey, I think Carey comes with this Patrick Waugh, yeah, you know, aura, prestige type of, you know, that's, that, that's the aura that he has, right? So, I think uh, it is a bit different, and um, they're they're going to give him a look, and and we'll see we'll see what happens. I think I think the Leafs have a prime opportunity to jump out and and take a one nothing lead tomorrow night. Uh, this is Price's first game back in a very long time, and um, I hope they jump on him early. I hope they jump on him real early. Yeah, the other Montreal storyline that's kind of interesting that's come up the last few days is. Like, uh, what, why are they sitting Cole Caulfield and Kotkaniemi? Like, you've, you've got two of your best offensive players and you're going to sit them down in a series where you're going to need – for who exactly? For Paul Byram? Like, what, do, think, what are you doing? I have no idea. They're going to need it, – it, look, I guess they're trying to win games 2-1 to one and one nothing and things like that, but I maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't think that they're going to be able to do that against this Leafs team. And I think they're going to need to score goals. And, um, you know, Kaka, Kaka can me or whatever his name is, is, um, you know, he, look, he was one of their better players last, last year in the playoffs. Yeah, he was. And, and Cole Caulfield was, I mean, he was electric down the stretch and he does not look at that score goals. Yeah. So I mean, he got two overtime winners. He looks, he looks like an NHL player and you're going to take him out of a lineup for like, I don't, and I don't see who scores for them, like without some, the Caulfield is a goal scorer and he's able to score as second he got to the NHL. You're taking him out. It makes no sense. Look, they're going to, they're going to rely on some old vets and they're, they're going to need the Gallagher's and the Perry's and these guys to score goals. And, and look, maybe they do, maybe this is the lineup that they want. And it's the type of lineup that can beat you know, a very talented and offensive Leafs team. But um, well, look, we're going to find out. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for, for, uh, for tomorrow night. And, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm really hoping, like I said, that you know we get, you know, the the Leafs team that that we've been watching all year. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, I've got the Leafs in four. I don't think, you know, I think Carey Price, you know, he plays, but he doesn't have a great series. I don't think Montreal can can hang with the Leafs offensively, and I I think people underrate how really good defensively Toronto is. So. Like, I don't think they're going to be bothered if it does become a low-scoring game because they can defend and they've got game-breakers, and I don't see that on Montreal's side. You know, I don't, I don't think they're going to blow them out in every game, but I, I don't think Montreal's going to, going to get one. I think it's going to be a sweep. What do you think? I think it's going minimum six and the potential to go seven. But I'm going to say Leafs in six um, with a lot of very close games. Like, I'm, I'm going to say at least two or three overtime games in that six game series. 
Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't think the games are going to be blowouts. I just you know, I I'm I'm all in on this Leafs team as a as a, a cup contender, and and I think Montreal is is sort of the is the worst of the four teams in in the Canadian division to to make the playoffs. So we're going to see. We're going to see tomorrow night when they get going. Yeah, I think so. Look, I I think the first round this year is going to show a lot of long series. I, I yeah. really do right across the board. And I think as the playoffs go on, you'll see, you'll see shorter series as, as the division crossover um, stuff happens and, and whatnot. I, I, I truly believe that. Yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit at the start about the group chat, what we're about. And usually, you know, you are, are we going to give snippets of what's coming out? What I, I think, I think we need to let, let the people in on sort of some of the nonsense that goes on in the group chat, <laughs> you know, is to, you know, to get us a, a sense of what, what's going on here. Are so we gonna keep it to, to PG stuff or we're going to keep it as PG as, as keeps everybody, you know, not divorced. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And, and not fired. So, <laughs> so we'll keep it in, you know, within, within those goalposts, I think. That's that's so, important. I, I, I'd, <laughs> I'd like both of those things not to happen. Yeah, since since there might only be six people listen to this, you know, we we I don't think we're gonna we afford to get fired over it. So, and like it it can be awfully, uh, you know, awfully boring sitting on the couch alone all night. So, um, well, you know, I think maybe that's a good segue into kind of Lozy then. Yeah, it is. I think I think Lozy's. So Lozy's in in. So, so what are we calling this segment? First of all, is it? But, well, you know, what are we thinking? Mo- group chat, group chat moments of the week, or I think we got to go moments of the week. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Lozy is newly in a new relationship, and he's in full schmoopy mode. It's really hard to deal with. Like for somebody at his age to be this schmoopy, it's it's borderline intervention. But he's so happy. <laughs> he's like he's so happy that the usual pot shots at him aren't working right now. He's just sort of ignoring it and moving on. It's not the same. I agree. It's look, I'm 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 happy for the guy. Like, fuck, I you know, we he he's he's clearly smitten. Yeah. So. Like he's like it's he's awesome like for 16. him. It's like he's sixteen again. But it but it also makes for for, for great material. Yeah. For us. So this week, <laughs> <laughs> this week we're cruising social media, and here I come across this picture of Lozy <laughs> staring into the eyes of his new beau, and <laughs> like his face is like two inches from her i don't know who's taking this picture either by the way i i it was it was gonna be a question that i had for you do you know who took the picture i think they asked a random stranger to snap this picture so they could get it i think lozy's become a tripod guy (laughs) (laughs) he's just carrying around tripods for great romantic pictures i think now. so man I'm, I'm i think he's a tripod guy now because <laughs> it's not like if it's not a it's not a selfie stick 
it's got to be some assistance. So tripod and set the timer and then stare lovingly into your eyes. That's who he is now. Oh, absolutely. He used to be sit alone in his underpants in the basement and drink 45 Coors Lights. That he used to be that guy. And now he's, now he's eating asparagus and now, now he's (laughs) taking, he's taking utterly transfixed selfies. So the the, selfies. (laughs) So the picture is as we did, but it looks like he's going to bite her face. Like he's kind of got this smile, but like, like he's going in for an aggressive makeout while he's, mm-hmm. while he's taking the pic and the caption on it is utterly transfixed by you, man. I had, I had, I had braggy. who's another buddy of ours for everyone who's, uh, who's listening. I had Braggy actually ask, ask me, he's like, man, did you see that picture? I had to look up what he said. I, I didn't <laughs> have to Google the word transfixed to understand what it was. Yeah, it's it's tough to, like, I'm happy, but it's tough to watch him act this way. <laughs> like, he's 40. He's not, like, what are you, what is going on here? Um, and, it, like, I... I it's not this, that moment isn't going away anytime soon. It's going to get brought up for years. I know. I've, I've got that picture saved with. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait to use it. Hopefully look, hopefully, hopefully these guys kind of stay together forever. They get married and this, we can bring this up at the wedding type of deal. But yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is, this is not going away. This is the picture they put on like the candles that they hand out at their wedding for you to take home. Right. <laughs> And like, and underneath, it's just utterly transfixed. Utterly like what is going? Absolutely. Like what is going on at this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that, and then we have we have AP, who, like we said earlier, is a giant Tampa fan. And a- AP two years ago had one of the worst sports takes in history. It, it's it's definitely one of the worst sports takes in history. So, He's a huge Tampa Bay Lightning fan, and Kucherov is coming off a 128-point season, MVP, and AP hates his guts. Trade him. Trade, wants him traded in trade the middle him. of this trade now. Get rid of this guy. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, sure enough, they get swept in the playoffs. And this sends AP completely over the edge. Can't win. Can't win with this guy. Can't win with this guy. Can't win with this guy needs to go all of them and kucherov he he hates kucherov's guts like he he can't stand looking at his face anymore for no reason the best part about all of this though was even through the playoffs last year right up until (laughs) probably lifting the cup game in the cup final he was still on the kucherov is is a Pussy can't do any. I, I I don't want him on this team. Yeah. Fuck him. I'm done with him. Yeah, he's just like he just has this hate for the best player on his own team, like no one I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, this week after after game one of the playoffs, it's like a light bulb goes off for AP. And Kucherov is just he's like, yeah, he he's phenomenal. Cool. Geez, welcome to the party here, bud. Like, he's he's a, he's he's won the MVP. AP. He's a Stanley Cup champion, and 
shit, he 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 could have been a con Smythe. Like, you know, yeah, you want him on your you want him on your team. What have you been watching for the last four years? Like, he can play. He's, he can he's, play. He's pretty good. He's like, yeah, I guess we could keep him. You guess? Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> but it's 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 like a complete one eighty, and it must have hurt him to to actually say that the other oh, day. Oh, he's crushed by it. Yeah, it had to hurt him. He 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 probably cried himself to sleep a little bit. He's been doing night. he's been doing bicep curls and bench presses, just like talking himself into how much he hates Kucherov. Oh no, absolutely. Just he, looking he, in the mirror and and hating him, and now all of a sudden it's like you know what I really like this guy. Like, like he's a fifth round pick that just showed up and like hey this guy's not so bad. <laughs> now could could this be a case where AP has had too much uh, pre-workout <laughs> and just didn't know what he was talking about or or do it's you a, think he's truly come around on this no i think i think it's a combination of you know being alone in his in his house and and drinking pre-workouts <laughs> and it, i think you're right i think i think if tampa doesn't win the cup he's all out again it's Kucherov's fault. He's out completely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we'll have to monitor his supplement intake as we go here to make sure that the levels are, are okay and that it's not impacting his, his sports IQ. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay. all right, man. We're, we're looking at, at a pretty good first episode, I think, here. I think the people are going to like it. Um, what was our time here? Did, did we go overboard or what? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, a little bit. No, I think we're good. You know, we they said we're going to try and keep it to, you know, 35-ish minutes of of informing people about all the things that they should be understanding that maybe they're not. And I think this was a good start. Okay, good. I, I listen, I had fun. We're going to it, it feels gonna, natural. It feel it feels like it feels like a you know, a, a Wednesday night pop by that we used to have. Yeah, and where we're just shooting the shit. So yeah, that was that was awesome, man. I, I enjoyed it. Perfect. All right, we're gonna watch the games tomorrow, and we'll probably hit this up maybe on Sunday or Monday and do a recap of what we saw over the weekend with the Leafs Habs. I, I like it. I think uh, I think we'll have some good content by then and good material. Hopefully, the Leafs are up two two or three games at that point. And and um, look, I, I hope you're right. I hope I hope we get the sweep. Um, but I I don't think so. But uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's see what happens in the next few days. I'm awesome, man. Awesome. We'll talk. We'll talk later. All right, dude. All right, bye.